Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. And for this week's episode, we are going to be doing 21 tips for the class of 2021. I feel like this is just slightly delayed, but you know. Got better time than any. (laughs) Um, I still feel like it's applicable and that you're still fresh out of graduation. And some people have late graduations, so this could be like Olivia Rodrigo just graduated. Exactly, and that's who we're doing this for. This is for Olivia Rodrigo. Um, So it's perfect timing for her. This is going to be for both high school and college. Some of them are more specific to one over the other, but really we just kind of wanted to like do a general tie-in so that's our goal for this week's episode we came up with these pretty fast actually so I kind of feel like we had some tips we were like okay yeah this would be a good thing to share and so hopefully it's a nice good episode with some meaningful information Mm -hmm. and even if you aren't graduating this year because I feel like that's going to be a very niche audience uh, I think these are just good life tips in general or at the very least maybe you can like relate to having graduated high school or college and be like, oh yeah, like, I really wish that I would have taken that into account or maybe you did implement some of these things and like that really did make a difference in your life. Or if you're not graduated yet and you're going to be, then just things to tuck in your back pocket and keep, keep in, mind in mind for later. But Before we get started, it's weekly spotlight time. So I am actually like a unique one beyond just like a, oh, I had a good week situation. Good. I am very grateful. My weekly spotlight was Maggie finding a Jeep to rent for the entire week that we're going to be in Hawaii because there's a car rental shortage in Hawaii right now. And at first, like I was like, I know we want a car, but I kind of didn't think that we'd want or need one for like the whole time we were there. So I was like, oh, it shouldn't be that hard to find like one for one day or a couple days. I was wrong. And or at least when I was looking kind of like a little bit before Maggie, it didn't seem like there was that many limitations, but... Uh, I mean, we certainly are paying a pretty penny for it, oh, yeah. but uh, with how late notice it was, I'm just grateful that it's, you know, as best as we can do, we got a car and I really feel like everything I've read after the fact where I kind of started wishing more and more like, oh, like we should have rented a car because all I was able to find was one day that we would be able to have a car from like this rideshare app and I watched a guy's video review of it and it like worked, but also you need like internet because it's through your phone and so he shared like that he was in a spot where he didn't really have internet then he like couldn't get the car to start so then he like had to walk to like a building where he kind of was able to get internet and then like halfway like he needed to be in like a sweet spot where he was close enough to the car (laughs) to start it but also still had internet and I was like that'd be scary to have to deal with that so I was kind of iffy on that but I had it reserved and then Maggie luckily found it's through Turo like just the car rental app you know um, so we found that had good reviews. It's a Jeep action. I was like, that's kind of like the ideal Hawaii Fun. car. And so, um, that kind of like just really opens up a lot more opportunities for us to like have a lot more freedom in our trip, which I think is kind of like the whole point of going to Hawaii is just like be in charge of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I and get around the island. So um, we all came to the conclusion of like, it's worth it. I do think so because without a car, we'd be doing either Uber, which that can also just get very expensive. Are you arguably probably not as expensive as it will be to, you know, rent the car, but we also lose freedom. I know. I agree with that. And like, we'll be able to drive and that'll be fine. 
Um, and I feel like if we were depending on Uber and Lyft, it would also like deter us just in general be like, oh, like, do we want to like Uber an hour away with some random stranger? Not really. So I think it'll be good. It'll be fun. And yes. it'll be a key component of the memes we create. I can just feel it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was my weekly spotlight. Mine, I was just going to do what we typically do. I had a pretty good weekend. We went back to Des Moines uh, Thursday night and then stayed there until Sunday because we had to get fillings done. I think we mentioned Ugh. that at some point. We did. We were like, we were, we just decided to share it with you guys. Be vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. Um, I will say, because I have TMJ, I'm pretty sure just, and it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, and if you don't know what TMJ is, it's just like a jaw issue. It's pretty common. A good number of people have it. And my jaw used to click a lot more and it doesn't do that so much anymore. And, but like when I'm at the dentist and you have to hold your mouth open for such a long period of time, like it starts to get to the point where like I'm holding open, but then I kind of close it. And then my jaw starts doing this thing where I have to like crank it to one side. So it goes around and doesn't like lock. And then like the dentist would be like kind of taking a break and then I'd be like, oh, my mouth needs to break, but then she'd be coming back. So I'd have to do like a little mouth swivel, like jaw crack. <laughs> oh and then God. at one point she was like, she was like, oh, is your jaw getting tired? Cause like I literally like, she could see my jaw just popped. And I was like, yeah, I, I guess it yeah. just won't close. <laughs> um, anyway, also related to getting the fillings done. I don't like hate the dentist or anything, but I also like don't really totally mind getting fillings. One, I feel like you kind of have to be if you're us. <laughs> you just get used to it. You take the punches as they come and you just accept it. But I feel like it's been a while since I've gotten a feeling. One, just due to the pandemic, like having gone to the dentist in probably over two years since like the time that I actually like went to the dentist, not just the fillings. But uh, that was like the first time in a while that I got like the, you know, is it Novocaine that's in the shot or is it something else? I don't know. I don't remember. But I was like, ow, the shot kind of hurts. And also the like first numbing thing they do in your mouth before they like to numb it just a little bit before the shot. That was disgusting. Like they just like do like this gel thing and like put it in the area and they're like, okay, just like hold this in your mouth. And it literally tasted so bad. I was like, I would rather just like not to have this. Also, I was talking to dad about that. And he said that his dentist doesn't even do the like first numbing thing. Red flag. Like you guys let me know your dentist. If you, you guys are like, oh, I've never had to get a filling. Okay. Whatever. If you guys go to the dentist, you've had to get, I think it's Novocaine, a Novocaine shot, whatever the Just shot is that they do. A local anesthetic. Yeah. Um, they numb you before they do that, right? I think that's normal. I, if they were just or like putting also, the shot in, I'd be like, no. It had been a while since I had gotten a feeling too, but I was like, I was swallowing it because I had spilt spit building up in my mouth so I was just like doing as I normally would but then I started wondering if that was a bad idea because my throat started to go numb and I was like really starting to overthink like my breathing and like I was like my throat almost like because it's numb it feels like it's closing up but it's not like I can breathe fine but I just was like this is a weird feeling I was also I wonder if I like produce more like saliva I I know that I produce so much saliva when they're doing feelings on me they're always shoving stuff in my mouth trying to soak up all the extra saliva and what am I to do about that? Or I was getting confused. I think the numbing was messing with my perception because I feel like they were blowing like air into my mouth to dry off my teeth, you know, but I was like perceiving it to be fluid. And then I was like feeling like I was going to gag because I was like, I, my mouth is filling with like water right now. But then I was like, no, it's air. So I was like really tripping right there because I was like, I need to swallow because there's like water in my mouth. But then I was like, no, it's air. You're fine. And then also last thing regarding feelings and then I'll get to like my actual like spotlight stuff because I haven't even mentioned any of that. Um, I had a couple that they were doing on the right side. So they did the bottom ones first and they did the top one. And for each of the fillings, they like do this 
Like so metal. Do you know how much they did? I don't know. I don't know if it was two or three. Hello, guys. I'm Sierra. I have really good dental hygiene. <laughs> um, we still have another one we have to do. You can tell. On the other side. I thought they did two on the bottom, but like it was like they did, like it seemed to me like they did two and they went to the top. But like it was hard for me to tell because they did like the the light thing, you know, to like harden it. You, I feel like if it they felt did like that, they did a thing three times, you probably had three. Okay. So that means I only have one the next time I go. Perfect. Um, but like they have this metal cap thing that they put around the tooth that they're working Which on. I don't remember that at all. I don't either. Cause like that brought me back to like when they had, when we had like our wisdom teeth or like our braces, didn't they do something like that? Braces, it kind of rings a bell. Wisdom teeth, I was knocked out. I Anyways, those hurt if you haven't had those put on your teeth, especially like the top one that they did. They were like jamming that into the roof of my mouth. And I was like, it's, it's in there. <laughs> oh my God. The TikTok sound where it's like, it's good. It's good. That's enough slices. That's how I felt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I literally felt like they were just like stabbing my gum over. And I know. Over. I was like, guys, it is in my mouth. Like, it is fine. It's not Mine going anywhere. Broke apart at one point. I was really. Like, I was like, great, awesome. Like, just a bunch of. It, I don't know. It literally just felt like it fell apart because like a bunch of metal pieces were just in my mouth, and I, they had to like redo it. Oh, okay. And then I was just like, at first, like something was sitting in my mouth for a while because they thought they picked out all the pieces, but they did not. I don't know. My hands are down by my side. Like, I'm not going to just reach. <laughs> you reach your hands into your mouth and be like, hold on. But eventually, uh, I like worked it up with my tongue. <laughs> you say you worked it up on your tongue? Well, I like basically, I kept trying to figure out, like, I was like, is something still in my mouth? And eventually, I could see that, like, it was still in my mouth. And they like helped me get it out. Oh, good. Um, so anyway, that's all our filling stuff. But like otherwise, fun stuff we did this weekend. Megan and I recorded a TC, TC2 video. Timing was great. I think we had a fun time doing it. Um, it was one of our like going back to gymnastics practice. It will be live on TC2 at this point if you guys want to go watch it. See us relive some of the glory days. Um, and I also like I was a little bit sore afterwards, but like not like horribly sore where it was like. Mm, I was pretty sore. Okay. I'm well, still I'm, feeling it. Sorry to hear that. And then but like that didn't take too much time. We did that on uh, Saturday morning. Um, I guess Friday we went boating with some of our dad's family. That was fun. It was pretty hot that day when like the sun was actually out. And then what else did we do? Father's Day was um, a good time. Found some really good pants for clinical. Oh, Athleta. there you go. They're the place to go, you guys. They're expensive. They are expensive. But I truly love, I have three pairs of pants from them now. And they're so good. I just got, these might be my new favorite. They're like the Stella or Stellar, um, like it was a straight like crop pant. And I got them in like a khaki-ish kind of color. I think Sierra, she tried them on and she's going to get them maybe in black, but like I might get good. both colors. They're good stuff. I kind of was like, usually I am always like a black pant kind of person, but the place that I'm going to, I specifically know that they mentioned that most people that are working there are just wearing like their navy blue polo standard shirt that they have which i'm not gonna have and then khakis and so i was like the khaki color will you know match. blend in a little bit yeah um and then what else do we do for it's more of like a chino color i don't know there you go and then so for father's day we went to ihop first we went to perkins and then our dad was like the wait is our too dad long. acted like we were I mean, we did end up probably waiting less once we went to IHOP, but he was about to just, like, leave again. And, I, like, we were at IHOP, and he's like, should we just go home and make pancakes? And I was like, it's Father's Day. Like, what do you expect? There's going to be some sort of wait. Um, and the pancakes were very good. Haven't had... Uh, Me and Sierra literally have to share 
servings. It's unbelievable. Yeah. That actually, I feel like I could have gotten my own three stack and it would have been fine. When I first got it, I would have said the same thing, but then I almost started like overthinking it. And then I was like, uh, like yeah, the pancakes tasted good, but I almost started feeling what? nauseous. <laughs> I they were good. Know. They were good. <laughs> but then I just was Too like, much of a good thing. I'm feeling thing. full. Like it happened like that. That's weird. So I was good. Well, I probably could have eaten at least two pancakes on my own. So I had one and a half. They were smaller pancakes than I thought they were going to be because usually you get giant pancakes at those places. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, we went to our grandma and grandpa's house, wished our grandpa happy Father's Day, and then we went back to Iowa City. And that was our weekend. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. And we are on the home stretch. We have three days left of classes, guys. Yeah, I... Um only have or we both only have finals left my group had to do a presentation today for one of our classes but we went first so we kind of just got that out of the way and you guys did a good job good everyone in our class really did you know well with their presentations so i feel like today's group or groups had uh the advantage of not having to go on day one because i think everyone did a pretty pretty good job and also just like we had to like in some sort of way incorporate like the class and i feel like just like the day two people which was today had a better idea of, like, how to do that in an engaging way. but Yeah, my group planned that yesterday. We were yeah. like, we'll figure it out later. And we did. All we right. did a two. Those are always good. We are going to get into our 21 tips. So tip number one is gain experiences that you missed out on in the past year. This is especially relevant to the class of 2021, probably 2020 also, but, you know, your year, your year has come and gone. Um, I think especially, like, now more than ever, it seems like, the world, at least in the Someone U.S. Someone did actually ask also on one of our vlogs, like, for kind of an update in terms of, like, what, how COVID and the pandemic's being treated, where we're at specifically. I'm going to be honest, guys. It's as if it's not a thing. In Pretty most much. places. It There's, like, some things the here and there. There are still some people that you see, like, wearing masks and stuff. But I would say, like, that's mostly in Iowa City. In Des Moines, you're hard-pressed to find someone who's wearing a mask in public. Mm-hmm. And I have I just seen like, like some people who they're not wearing a mask, but I see their kids are wearing a mask. So yeah. that, you know, they're just, they're following the CDC guidelines of if a place doesn't require a mask, you're not necessarily obligated to wear a mask and that becomes your personal choice to do. Yeah. Um, in Iowa City, I feel like there's like a little bit more people still wearing masks, but it's on the decline. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else for... I mean, like, yeah, going back to what the actual tip was, I just think that especially, like, related to people wanting to do something with, like, volunteering, observation hours, internship experience, just, like, gaining those experiences, a lot of those were pretty much been, like, have been put on the back burner since the pandemic started by being, like, sorry, we don't really, like, have this internship for you because we have to, like, figure out how we're going to run our business during a pandemic. And so I think it was a detriment to a lot of people's plans and I just think that now the world, at least, you know, if you live in the U.S., I feel like things are kind of like going back to normal in some way, shape, or form. And potentially, like, if you live in a country that's going back to normal also, this is the time to take advantage of that and capitalize on gaining those experiences that you wanted to gain in the past year. And I've even seen, like, some people did find ways through telehealth or, like, online shadowing systems to get really cool and interesting observation hours done. But, like, at the end of the day, you still need to go get in-person experience too mm-hmm. just to like get a more realistic look at whatever profession you might be interested in so first tip and then second tip this is kind of more specific for high school but it can be applicable really to anyone 
but enjoy your summer to the best of your ability because I feel like the summer after your senior year and before college is kind of like the last you have hurrah. In terms of like pretty much no responsibility. Like yeah. you don't have to necessarily start planning ahead for college. Like you don't have to worry about observation hours or anything. Obviously a good number of people are going to have jobs and have to deal with those time constraints. But other than that, you're oftentimes just like left up to your own devices. And I say enjoy it to the best of your ability because summers after that are going to be probably things you have to consider more in terms of internships. Um, How do you want to get observation hours? If that's something that's applicable to you, like that's when things start to become less fun and you have to start using your summers as like like you might be taking more summer classes. So keep that in mind. Also, this is potentially like one of your last summers with your group of high school friends, like being as close as you are. I'm not saying like you, a lot of people go home for the summers during college and your like high school friends might be doing that too, but you might not be like as close after your first year of college. And so I would say spend it with your friends that you've had throughout high school and make it one summer to remember as cheesy as that sounds. Yeah. And then also this is like a side thing, but if you're like in a sport, like Megan and I did gymnastics like through our summer, like going into college, even though we were like done with competing at that point. And that's because like we just wanted to do it. And we like have, we liked our coaches and our friends. And I don't yeah. think we were like wanted to give did that I, up. Did we only go once a week for that though? Or? I don't remember, honestly. It doesn't really matter. But like that was something that we did to be like, oh, like we just want to. Just kept us active and it. we were around people that we liked. So we were like, let's keep doing that. So I don't know if that, like how much of an option that is for people otherwise, but consider doing something like that. Um, Number three, sort of related to the last one, but specifically for college grads, is also if you have a break before you start your job, enjoy whatever like small summer you may have. I know a lot of people who graduate in May or whatever might not start work until like June or July. And so if you have a couple weeks off, like maybe plan a trip if you can. Um, even if it's just like a weekend getaway somewhere, like do something maybe with your college friends if you're all splitting up. You know, I would say just try to do something fun. Relax. The the opportunity has presented itself. So you might as well take advantage of it um, before you, because it's one thing to do that, obviously, when you're working. Like, it's a kind of small gap where you have no responsibilities, most likely, kind of between, like, those are the best breaks, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, where we have this, when we're going to Hawaii, it's after our summer session has ended, but before clinicals. So it's just, like, where you truly don't have any outside responsibility it's kind of different than just like um thanksgiving break where you're in the midst of it all still or a weekend where you still have kind of like stuff hovering over you yes tip number four don't necessarily only search for jobs that are applicable to your field of study if other jobs interest you and you're qualified then apply anyway i saw this actually on a tiktok not that long ago and it's just kind of like I feel like a no-brainer, but people kind of get stuck in searching for stuff where obviously if your undergrad degree is in a specific field, you feel like that qualifies you more. But I feel like having a degree is going to, like in itself, is going to still qualify you for a lot of jobs because you can really end up wherever. You hear people who are like, oh, I work in this place and like my degree's in this. It's Mm -hmm. not related whatsoever. So don't necessarily, like if you did undergrad and you don't love or see yourself wanting to work in a position with that specific focus, you don't have to. Yeah, I know a lot of jobs, like we've talked about, I feel like on the podcast before, they do on-the-job training where it's like, what if you were a business major in college, like, yeah, it would, you know, maybe help for, like, this random business you want to work at, but they also just do on-the-job training that literally, like, anyone 
could probably learn from. So if you have a degree in engineering, but you're like, I just kind of want to do like some sort of marketing, you know, obviously you'd have to like prove your worth over someone who might be applying with a marketing degree, but that's not to say they won't hire you or give you a chance. You could say like why your degree would put you in a different position than someone who has marketing experience. Yeah. And it's always about kind of building up your profile from that like especially if you end up in a company like if you have the opportunity to like slide in into one position at a company but then like, like if you really enjoy the company you'll have the opportunity to like grow shift roles there. yeah so just keep yourself open-minded and don't if you have I know this like still just depends because like me and Sierra have human physiology degrees okay so, so beyond PT school I'd have to work pretty hard to like kind of completely do a 180 in terms of like finding a different job that I don't have experience in it's not impossible but you've got to kind of start somewhere and work your way up um so just stuff to keep in mind I was gonna go somewhere else but now I like lost my train of thought oh no I'm just like going off of that I've said a million times like a bachelor's in human physiology in my opinion like it doesn't get you much like I would probably like just look for other random jobs that like might require a bachelor's degree in general and like Mm -hmm. like, I'm qualified because I have a bachelor's degree but it might not really be what you're looking for but I'm still gonna try anyways but then once you gain experience there, like that's going to be something that you could then build on for your res- or build on in your resume and look for other jobs that mm-hmm. way. I was gonna say that reminds me of uh, that TikTok sound where it's like people talking about. I feel like usually they're major in college where it's like, yeah. Oh, like, so like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like oh, it's so like what'd you do? And they're like, what'd you uh, get your degree in and tell me what you work do for work? No, now. that's not the sound I'm talking about. It's like oh. um, a meme sound where people are like. Uh, God, I don't remember. It's like the end of the sound is something like, it's like the end is like, got to see it through. Oh, that one. I've seen people do like their college degrees with that. <clears throat> I'm mostly for nursing. So I don't know if that tells you anything. Um, five, right? Yeah. Figure out which friendships are the ones you want to maintain and which ones have run their course. This could be for both high school and college. I think that. Um, as you're going on to a next stage or chapter in life, obviously, if you want to maintain friendships from high school or college, by all means, do so. But I think sometimes people try and like latch onto those friendships because a something like maybe nothing has even happened to like warrant the discontinuation of those friendships. Other than you're just like, I don't know if like I see us like being friends forever. Like people change, yeah. and maybe you're like, I'm kind of changing, and like they're changing, and, and like no one's you might wrong. still like them, but you're just like, I don't know if like I see us being like friends forever. Like, we're just not that close anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's better than just, like, beating a dead horse and being like, oh, like, let's hang out. Let me come back home. Like, it'll be just like old times. Like, maybe you guys just aren't, you know, friends forever and you're just friends for a while. What's that one saying? People, like, come into your life, but they also leave. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. By Megan. I don't know what that quote is that you're talking about. There's one that I'm thinking of, but oh, well. Next quote, or next quote, <laughs> Next <laughs> tip. Um, this was kind of like one that everyone says, but I feel like it. I see it happen more often than not, so I wanted to give a fair warning anyways. And this is applying more specifically to people that just graduated high school or also if you're a junior. and Because it might be too late for some of you that just graduated high school. So for <laughs> the next time around, um, be you know cautious be of rooming with your best friend and I know you're gonna be like well you and Sarah did that we're the exception because we're twins and we've always lived together our whole lives like we're used to that and if we didn't get along we wouldn't have but you most likely haven't just like lived with your best friend for years on end 
and you don't have that experience. And so I just feel like everyone says it and people take that in their head and they're like, okay, well, whatever. We'll be different. Me and my friend are different. But I just constantly always hear like, nope, that happened to me and my best friend too. And it didn't work out. So just like... You could relate this to the last tip and be like, if you guys, if you don't see your friendship lasting forever, then room with them and then that'll give you something to fight about and it will permanently end your friendship. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. You'd be miserable. Uh, Because I know her older sister, uh, her and like her previous roommate best friend are fine now because they've like grown up and like have since reconvened to just kind of like... Like enough time has passed to be like, okay, that doesn't really matter anymore. But like they're not best friends anymore by any means and like they didn't have a great freshman year experience together like it caused them to butt heads a little bit so a lot of it a lot of it um Hilly's had some interesting roommate situations maybe when she's on the podcast next we can discuss that talk about like I'm there's been like lawyers (laughs) involved so crazy stuff she's had such good luck with roommates okay so yeah just be cautious uh, tip number seven is mostly for college, but it can also apply to, you know, post-grad is just to find hobbies. I feel like, um, in my it's opinion, hard. it is hard. Like genuinely, like just starting people, from scratch and you're like, when what? people ask me, like, I hate when people are like, what do you like to do for fun? That's my least favorite question when people are trying to get to know you. I'm just like, I don't know what I do for fun. But then again, I'm like, I don't know. I guess like we podcast for fun. We make videos for fun, but I just feel like those aren't, I don't consider them hobbies. I know. Apparently. I don't either. So I would say recently for me, reading has become a hobby of mine. I just started reading my new book. Oh, good. Um, I'm 30 pages in. I did like two chapters before bed last night. And then um, I wouldn't say like chess has been like a big hobby of mine recently, but like a couple like months ago, I'd say like we were doing it pretty regularly and like I would still like enjoy playing chess. So, you know, I've been dipping my toes in. I would love to do another freaking paint by numbers. That was so much fun. Uh, But I I need to. I love that you love that. I would need to find one because it took so freaking long, but it was like so much fun. I just like turned on a movie. That was all you did for like one weekend, I think. It was. I was like, I should get one and like I can set up at dad's like dining room table again. And like that would be like my station. Um, So I wanted to like maybe get not like more into that because I feel like that's not something I'm just going to do all the time. But like every once in a while, I think it's like fun to just have something like that. If you guys are into like maybe wanting to get into knitting, crocheting, that kind of thing. Or if you live in like a place where it's just nice you can you know our stepbrother he's a big fan of rock climbing so he does that kind of thing i don't do that but you know outdoor stuff i think is fun some people literally just like have a like their thing is to like go on daily walks for like an hour i've seen like literally tiktoks where it's like walk like a hot girl summer but like you're going on walks and that's just like the thing i feel like quarantine like planted the seed for that and now people are just like we're just gonna keep walking that's good um but yeah i would say like because I know people are like, oh, I love working out for fun. And it's like, okay, but working out is also just working out. Like, try and find something that's just not related to school, not related to work. It's just something totally for fun. Like, consequences don't matter. It could be good or bad. You don't have to be, like, awesome at it. You just have to, like, do it. And I just think it's something, too, like, why I think it's important is because, like, life is so much sometimes. Uh, sometimes you just need to be, like, we're just going to do something that's, like, for me me only. And, like, also, I like watching Netflix and YouTube as much as the next person, but that's not a hobby. So, Even yeah. though it sometimes feels like it should be. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, tip number eight. Again, this one's mostly for high school, um, and I would say going into college. But I would recommend set your expectations low because they can only hopefully go up from there. I think that, like, I don't want to say me and Sierra, like, had super high expectations, 
but I think they were higher than <laughs> what ended up happening. And I think that's why a lot of people end up in this like freshman year stump. And so you're kind of like have another tip about that later. But just like, I think we went into like, we were so excited for something new, which you should be excited for something new. And we we're like, so excited to like be in the dorms and like be surrounded by a bunch of people our age Don't to like hopefully make dorms, guys. Uh, friends with. And so I just knowing that, um, it can be such a different experience for everyone. I think it's always best to just kind of say like, just be cautious of like setting your expectations too high and then getting like bit in the butt when that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't I would happen. say going off of that, don't create like these big, huge overarching expectations of like my freshman year is going to be this. I would say best case scenario, focus on small day to day or like week expectations of like, what do I hope happens by the end of today, by the end of this week? Because that can help you achieve like kind of like what you, you know, your all encompassing freshman year experience or whatever year experience. Um, but it will give you like small manageable goals that will actually help you like build up to that. Okay. Uh, tip number nine, you may have a set path for your future in mind, which is fine, but also be open to change. And I want to say that because I don't want to push people like in one direction or the other. I want you to go in whichever direction feels right to you. I know like Megan and I are very fortunate that like we had this kind of set plan of like, we're going in pre-PT, we're going to be human phys majors and we're going to go to grad school. And that's exactly how it planned out. Like we didn't change our mind about anything. But I also don't want you guys to be like, oh, like I have to do that. And I think that far too often people get sucked into this hold of like if they change their mind, they failed because they're like, if I'm changing from engineering to business, people are going to think I'm too dumb to do engineering. So I'm just going to do engineering anyways. Or maybe you just realize you don't care about engineering. So why put in all that time and effort to a class you don't care about? Like, I feel like that's what really ends up panning out is people end up not doing well because they don't care about the class they're taking, which I think sends a bigger signal than. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like if people think you're not smart enough, if you don't want to do it anyways, yeah. then it doesn't really matter. And then going off of that too, like if you're pre-med or pre-whatever, you could even change your major and still be that pre-track. Mm-hmm. Like pick a major that works best for you. And if you think, if you go in pre-med and you're doing biology and you're like, biology really, like that's not what I want my undergrad degree to be in. There's plenty of people that do psych for that. There's plenty of people that do something completely unrelated. And so you still have to like make sure that you can get the whole plan to pan out and work but you don't need to like pick one major to be pre-matter pre-whatever or if you like go into college with like not super specific plans that's also totally fine because a lot of times people end up changing their mind anyway and so I just want to like dispel the sort of myth that like if you go in as like an undecided major then it's like why are you even going to college like I think Maggie's changed hers twice now possibly I'm not sure I don't know it's at least once (laughs) at least one time but just, like, sometimes you have to feel things out. Sometimes you have to take certain classes to figure out what you do and don't like. And, like, even if you go in undecided. Or maybe you get exposed to a degree you didn't even know was an option. Yeah. Because how much do you know going into college if you've never, like, you have no idea what you're doing. Maybe you don't even fully know what one degree is compared to another and you just pick one arbitrarily. That's honestly kind of like orientation, at least for Iowa. They're kind of like, okay, what's your, what are you going to major in? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I, like... So sometimes you just have to like feel things out a little bit because like orientation can be confusing as heck. And sometimes I was signing up for classes and I had no idea what I was doing. Truly. Like that was so They were explaining like, I don't know if other universities do stuff like this. I'm assuming I was not the only one, but we had some options where it was like, I don't even remember what their wording was, but they had an option where you would be taking 
two classes that were like grouped together. They weren't similar classes at all, but it was supposed to be this thing that was good for freshmen. Like cohort that had system. Like these this group of people, like the same people were taking like for this me it rhetoric was history class. and rhetoric. And so it was like they weren't related and I kinda had to do one with the other. So I like that's how I got forced into taking my history class, which is fine because I needed it for a gen ed, but it was just like this weird situation where I was like, I don't really want to take American history until 1877, but I did <laughs> because my orientation leader and other people were saying, yes, do that. Yeah. Orientation is confusing. Like, don't worry if you're still confused after the end of orientation because I definitely was. Like, I remember them talking about, like, oh, like, for your stats class, if you, like, I wouldn't take normal stats because, like, if you want to change your major to biology, which I was like, I don't want to change my major to I biology. I take biostats, though, just like I know, said. but, like, she was like, take biostats in case you change your major to biology. And I was like, why would I change my major to biology? I don't want to do that. But I did biostats anyway, so whatever. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, okay? Stats in general just was, I don't know, it might have been a professor. I was just, like, really confused that whole class. And then we went online for the pandemic, and I was like, what is going on? Anyway, um... I digress. On to the next one. Number 10, efficient time management. And what I mean by this is do not allocate more time towards something than it's worth. And for me, this was specifically related to school. For you, you might have to pick and choose like what is in your mind that you spend more time than you should doing. But I would be having like, Megan, do you remember doing our first chem assignment? Do you remember? Okay. Well, let me try and remind you what we did. Online? Yes. I'm not having anything specific. Okay, well, um, this was, like, first thing, like, chem was our big class freshman year, and so I wanted to get the best possible grade I could for chem because it was, like, important for applying to PT school, and I was like, I'm going to do as good as I can. And for the homework, it was through my lab and mastery or whatever. Okay. Well, like, that's the same company. Anyway, and so it was, like, online. You have to, like, enter the numbers in, and, like, yeah. So Meg and I would literally, like, take turns. Like, we'd solve the problems together, take turns, and then one of us would enter it on their computer first to see if it was right and be like, take turns doing that to, like, strategically try and, like, you know, get as close to 100% as we could. And the homework wasn't even worth, like, that much for the entire class. And so I guarantee we spent a couple hours on that first assignment. And so I'm just like, don't, like, I feel like, you know, I got to give us some credit because I feel like I didn't know how hard college was just going to be in the grand scheme of things. So I was trying to, you know pick up the pieces wherever I could, but just don't allocate way too much time for something that will not be worth that time in the long run. Yeah. And that just is going to take some effort on your part to figure out what that means Yeah, for you. And again, it might not even be totally related to school. It might be related to extracurriculars, outside activities, whatever. Okay. Tip number 11. Sierra wrote this, so she might be the one to elaborate, but for high school, if going to college... Be aware that people struggle their first year in college far more than they let on it, whether that is related to school, friendships, or whatever. You're not alone. Well, this is related to what you were talking about earlier. I think there's, like, two sides of freshman year. The side that people show on social media, on Facebook, on Snapchat, on Instagram, whatever. And that's everyone, like, living their best life, having all their new besties, uh, going out on the weekends or the weeknights, whatever. And then there's There's the other side (laughs) where you're sitting alone in your dorm room and you're like, I'm not having any fun. In fact, I'm very lonely right now. And like, I don't see where everyone else is like meeting all these people, making all these friendships. I think that like the combination of the two, because people 
There's some people that are definitely on one side or the other, but there's a lot of people also who are living both lives Mm -hmm. and doing both the going out, having fun, posting about it. You would have no idea, but then also simultaneously having like the worst possible experience ever. I think part of that has to do with the fact that like, let's say from an outsider's perspective, I'm looking at someone's Instagram, they're hanging out with like 10 people and I'm like, ah. How do they know 10 people? Like, I'm so jealous of them. Especially at the beginning. And you're kind of like, how's everyone doing this already? But then in reality, they're like, I don't even know any of these people. Like, I was just with them. And like, someone took this picture and it looks like I'm having a good time. So I'm just going to post it on Instagram to be like, look at me. Like, it's my freshman year. I'm having such a great time. And like, I don't want to say like everyone's experience is like that because there's some people that make genuine friendships like within their first couple of weeks. But I would say the vast majority, and this is I think where we struggled, is that I could tell like these orientation friendships what i have a tip later okay specific do you want me to be quiet then yeah okay finish off then if i can't Um, speak i think that kind of covers the tip well just knowing i think that you should take comfort in me knowing like straight up telling you guys right now that you are not alone in any sort of negative experiences you're having your freshman year and you need to constantly remind yourself about how that is not a unique experience to just yourself if you start to get down on yourself Mm-hmm. And also, like, realize and I you can reach out to other people. To yeah, talk about that. Like, I totally was just like, I didn't have like even a horrible like freshman year experience. Like, I, I think it took me either. honestly like more time after the fact when I was reflecting. You know, after freshman year had ended, I was like, that really like I didn't have like, you know, the dream time that I thought I would have. And so I feel like when I was in it, I was like, oh, like, this is fine. You know, my classes are going well, and like that's kind of like all I had going for me. I feel like, but since classes were going well, I was like, mm, this is fine. But I feel like um, when I was like, oh, like, shoot, you like are not having a good time at college was when I was home for winter break. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I am back home, like living the life that I lived before college. And I was like, oh, maybe you are having that much fun at college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tip 12 is sometimes more things on your plate will actually help you be more efficient and feel fulfilled with how you're spending your time. This needs to be finely balanced with knowing when it's too much. But I think that it's nice to have a lot of things on your plate in terms of getting a lot of things done. Like maybe you have just like X number of things like you need a job, you need to spend time on schoolwork, you need to work on doing stuff for observation hours or research or whatever else it may be or for stuff for an internship. Like there's certain things we have to have a hat in many different roles. And so if you can manage that, I think it's a really good opportunity for you to practice managing time in other situations and it's going to help you build experience that way but also by having that much stuff going on in your life you're just going to have to be more efficient with time and say like I have no choice but to do the best I can on this exam with x amount of time studying for example and like you just have to make do with it so you're probably going to be more focused with that amount of time studying rather than kind of like leisurely oh I have time here I have time there like that kind of stuff or not having enough stuff on your plate I think can lead to a lot of procrastination I think that was good. I don't have anything else to add. All right. Tip number 13. It's great to try new things, but keep your values in mind. I feel like this mostly applies to uh, recent high school grads going into college. Um, I am one. I am not one to say don't try new things. I would just say make sure that whatever you're doing, like don't give in to peer pressure. And if you want to try something, make sure it's you that actually wants to try it. And not just be like, well, I'm with these people and they want me to try it. So, you know, I might as well. Yeah. Okay, this is the one where we'll see if you had stuff to add that was specifically related to what I was trying to tell you to shut up about. Okay. 
So my tip is put yourself out there during orientation week and even like that first week when you move in um, and don't have the mindset that me and Sierra did have uh, where it doesn't matter if you put yourself out there because you just know you're not going to like stay friends with these people. Like I had the experience of just like I knew that these people, I just knew the people I was like surrounded with directly in our dorm hall, for example, or people that were in our orientation group. Like I just wasn't vibing with them. Okay. So I kind of just was like shutting out anyone and I mean clearly it didn't help us like I thought like oh I'm doing myself a favor by like not even bothering but did we it's hard to say yeah going back to what I was touching on during the whole like orientation week because there's like or I guess it was was orientation week it was orientation but then like the first week like of moving like we were we did early moving so we had a whole week of like (laughs) why did we do early activities (laughs) and stuff like leading up to the start of classes we had so little to do during early and I think that where I struggled and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this but Megan and I were relating to each other on this was like you'd be like talking to like groups of people for like sitting at a table like for bingo night or whatever and it just felt like such surface level like conversations and like friendships that were being formed and I was like well I'm not into this and so I was just like shutting them down didn't like get anyone's like phone numbers contact information nothing so I was like eh, I don't but, like who friends. enjoys the surface level discussion like no one does and, and we so were- I think that if I could give you guys a tip it would be to like whether or not you're going to be like long-term friends with that person you might like they might invite you to something and you might meet more people that way anyways so otherwise you're doing what we did and that was get absolutely nothing out of anyone and then you're stuck with no one yeah so I'm just saying that's the reality. At least that's what we've experienced. Yeah. You have to be open-minded to people that you might not even see, like, beginning friendships with. Because, A, you might be wrong. You might become friends with them. Or, B, you might at least, like, meet other people through that person. Or, like, do experiences that will, like, then lead you to say, like, oh, like, I like that experience that I did with that person. But I don't really like that person. But I'm going to, like, keep doing that thing that we did. Yeah. Okay. On to the next tip. Tip number 15. Please make time for working out to help your mental and physical health. Um, I think that it is way too normalized in society. This is like mostly going on with uh, high school to college grad. But I also think that as you enter the workforce, especially if you haven't been working out during college anyways, it's like even harder to try to make time for working out. So this goes for uh, college grads as well. Uh, Obviously, I think that working out is very important. Whatever you can do as far as like time commitment every day, every week, that's up to you. But I think that we've like really normalized it and decided to be like, oh, like the freshman 15, everyone gains it. And I just like think that if we don't normalize it, then we like can actually say like, oh, like you shouldn't gain like that much weight in like X amount of time because of like unhealthy habits. So you should like try and stay on top of it. Cause I know like I wasn't really like particularly worried about the freshman 15, but I do remember being like, oh, like everyone gains like weight freshman year and I don't want to like gain weight because I know if I gained weight, it would be from like unhealthy habits. And so, and like, I didn't get the freshman 15 and I was like, oh, that wasn't impossible to avoid. I think a lot of that too is just like you get exposed to a lot more drinking culture and like, that's an easy way to gain weight if you Mm -hmm. aren't changing anything else. Or people like don't play sports that they played in high school anymore and don't start working out. conglomerate of everything. It's the drinking, it's the dining hall food and like kind of the unlimited aspect of that. And then also, like you said, a lot of people not doing sports anymore mm-hmm. i also like don't want to just like completely avoid i understand if people like might gain like, weight for like change. mental health reasons yeah. like stress and stuff so i don't want to like say like oh you gain weight like 
you know, you should just exercise and eat better. But I am addressing this from like the perspective of like, if your weight gain is from something that's like an avoidable lifestyle factor, then just try and stay on top of that. Okay, tip number 16. Join a class Facebook page and other relevant Facebook groups to get info on tickets, classes, other things. I think that this is a thing that's pretty much universally done at every university. Um, I know that Iowa specifically has like each Facebook or each class has their own Facebook page. And I know that we were kind of lucky in the sense that Haley went to Iowa as well. And so she like was in that group and then invited us to it. Cause like it doesn't, we were in like multiple yeah, different you can be in pages. multiple class Facebook pages, Whatever which is helpful the because then, you know, an upper class might be upperclassmen might be able to help you with like information about like, you know, future classes you might have to take. Yeah. Like so I don't, it's kind of like you can post whatever on there when, when you're a freshman or when you're a senior going into your freshman year, it's a pretty busy page. Oh a lot God. of people are trying to find roommates and posting little profiles and stuff on there. And like, some people would just try and like post jokes and be funny on there. So it can really be whatever. Um, it gets quieter as the years go on. Yeah. But a lot of times like it's consistently used for people kind of do like shout outs sometimes for like uh, some people I've seen people post like t-shirts they're selling related to like Iowa City or something. If you're a little entrepreneurial like that, people <laughs> post links to surveys if they need surveys done for classes. People post asking about classes sometimes and just asking for like information on a specific teacher and experiences with um, a professor. People post tickets for games and stuff. Yeah. So it's a lot of stuff. Especially if you don't have like an older sibling to kind of teach you like the ins and outs of like college. Um, not necessarily sure that you would find like a mentor to answer all of your questions. I don't know how people or how many people would be willing to do that, but like a question here and there, most people, like you'd probably find someone who would answer it. Yeah. They're pretty busy groups. Like there's a lot of people in them. Hopefully yeah. one person will answer Usually, you. you know, a couple thousand, right? Yeah. I think so. Next tip, number 17, find ways to live for your weekdays. This does apply to both uh, high school and college grads. Honestly, perhaps more for the college grads because now you yeah, guys are I working full time so. so this is megan and i when i wrote this down we were thinking of that one girl on tiktok that her you name's jenna may or may not know is it like jenna palick or palick or something if you guys know who we're talking about hopefully that she just started a podcast called fun on weekend weekdays i'm not really <laughs> promoting it because i don't even know if she started it yet but i just know that um but essentially i you know think that the idea of like everyone always like the whole thing is like you know work for the weekend or whatever and as much fun as that is, like, I love looking forward to the weekend just as much as the next person. But it can be really exciting when you have, like, midweek plans. Like, something on a Wednesday night, you're like, oh, that's so fun. So as much as you can, like, incorporate something to look forward to throughout the weekday. And it doesn't have to be, like, anything that's, like, going to require money either. It could be, like, your favorite show airs on, you know, Tuesday evenings and you're excited for that. It could be, you know, oh, like, it's nice out. We're going to go to the beach, like, you know, Thursday afternoon after work or after class. So I just think like finding things to switch up the day-to-day mundane routine uh, and you can have fun and look forward to that stuff. Yeah. Tip number 18, find out how you best organize um, and that may change as time goes on. If you've never been an organized person before, you should really start as soon as you um, finish high school and go to college because everything is on your own and like I was someone who in high school, like I kind of managed my stuff on my own anyways. So I already knew what to expect. And um, we were big, you know, planner people. So having an in-person, like tangible, physical copy and we'd write stuff down to keep track of assignments on syllabi and stuff like that. 
Um, and then, like, I always find it funny because it's, like, you write all that stuff down, but then I swear you're going back and, like, checking the syllabus every day anyways. Because um, it's always annoying when they have – when I was in my English uh, class and, like, there were certain reading assignments, I wasn't going to go write every reading assignment down every single day. So, like, I would just go back to the syllabus every time I had to look at stuff like that. But um, it's funny because as soon as we went to grad school, I was like, a planner's not going to work for me now. Yeah, and, and nothing like, happened. Why. It just was like no. And what works for me really well now is using Google Calendar. I love Google Calendar now, um, and I think I like it just because our schedule is more like it's nicer to look at it like that than like I have no way of doing that on my planner other than like mm-hmm. times. I don't know. It just I like Google Calendar. The time it's blocking color-coded. is good, um, and I can like add in like personal stuff too. And it keeps me organized well. And then for daily stuff, in terms of, like, to-do lists, I just like Huge to use notes. notes, girls. Checklists on iPhone notes. notes. And you know what's funny is I think you do, like, actually like checking stuff off. Yeah. And I still write it like that, but, like, I delete it the second I finish it. Like, no, I don't I even like, check it anymore. I like checking it and having the full checklist at the end of the day. And then I delete it. <laughs> See, I used to do that. Like and then the, I was, if I get to the last thing, it's check and then delete. I used to do that, but then... I just got to the point where I was like, if I only have four things left to do, I only want to see four things. So whatever works best for you. I literally, what I do that I don't think you do is like, I will like go days ahead of like no, where I, I am. I don't usually do that. Like I have stuff like th- for this Thursday and Friday probably. So yeah, whatever works for you. I also, the reason I like doing that like days ahead is because sometimes I like remember something on Monday that I'm like, oh, this Friday I need to like do this. And then I'll like be like, okay, Friday, this thing. And I won't forget later to add it. But whatever works for you, whether that's an actual planner, physical copy that you have, some sort of online planner. I know a lot of people like Notion. I haven't used it before, but I'm not even sure like everything that it, like has to offer. But I think it's some sort of like online or downloadable thing for planning and stuff. Otherwise, your good old iPhone, Android, whatever you have for planning works just fine. And you are going to want to keep track of those things because you get a lot thrown at you. All right, tip number 19. Don't forget about your family and friends during these new phases of life. So make sure you keep touching in wow, make sure you keep in touch with them and hang out with them. This can apply to both high school and college grads, and I also probably could have, you know, utilized this tip probably more so in undergrad, I feel like, cuz we were just like we didn't even have a car or anything, and so it was just like us in Iowa City for X amount of time until someone picked us up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh like, our dad would call us, but I never, like, really texted our mom or, like, yeah, anyone else. So, your family and friends, too, I guess, but for this tip, I'd mostly just focus on family. Your family family cares about you. They want to know how you're doing in this new phase of life, but they don't want to be overbearing or burden you and bother you. And so, I would say just, like, every once in a while, whether that's, like, a, you know, weekly phone call you plan or just, like, texting someone throughout the day. Like, letting them know, like, fun, exciting, new, even maybe mundane things that are happening in your day-to-day life. They appreciate that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Tip number 20. Keep up with emails. Don't get buried in them. I'll share with you guys. So, my school email, I, since freshman year, I set it up to be forwarded to my actual email that I use because I was like, well, I have my, like, main email that I check. I don't want to have to check, too. I do check both of them now more frequently, mostly in grad school. I feel like I still didn't check my email that much in undergrad, but I am the kind of person where um, I delete the stuff that's forwarded 
to my personal email so that it's like the bare bones in there. And then I leave everything in my school email because I don't want to accidentally delete something that I might need later. So I have, and this isn't even like, cause this doesn't include stuff that I actually click on to act like I read it. So this number that I'm going to read is technically just the unread ones. I have 8,105 oh emails in my inbox because I've only deleted 86 items. So that's an average of like 2,000 emails a year. You don't have to read. So, they're not all relevant. Hardly any of them are relevant. But you do, you do need to keep track of that. So I um, have a different approach than Megan. I don't have my school stuff forwarded to my email. So I do, in fact, look at both. And um, I keep track of both things. But like Megan said, you get like a lot of especially like research stuff too. That like it doesn't matter for you because they're mostly like looking for research participants. So I guess unless you're interested in that, then, you know, I just delete those. Um, but I just think like between, you know, your professors emailing you stuff. I also like ha- having my stuff separate between what's school related and what's just like my personal life related is like what I use my other email for. And so it's like nice to be like, okay, this is school stuff. This is my stuff. And, you know, just make sure you stay on top of it because, like, your professor might have important information for you to know, like, for the next day. So I always like utilizing the pin feature when appropriate on my email, too. See, I don't use that. See, I do that for school stuff sometimes. Like, right now I have my clinical information pinned because I archive that stuff. I archive stuff later um, on my personal email, usually just when I'm too afraid to delete it. (laughs) You're like, I might need this. Otherwise, I'll just unpin it here. Take us home, Sierra. Last tip. Tip number 21. Be excited for this next chapter in life. Uh, We have a bad habit of calling, like, high school or college, like, the best four years of our lives. Could you imagine, like, when people are like, high school is the best four years of my life? I would just be be like, like, wow, I so can't relate to you. Yeah. I feel like I can remember high school, but, like, part of me, like, can't remember that much of high school. I could definitely pick out people where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if you said, like, High school was the best four years of your life. Um, and, like, I feel like people do say it more with college, which, like, I get a little bit more because you have, you know, your first taste of freedom and being on your own, and it's, like, a fun time where you're, like... It's a contrast to, like, being stuck and working all time. Yeah. All time. Uh, but I also don't think it's a good idea to be, like, this is, like, the epitome of, like, what it means to live. Um, so I would just say be excited for whatever chapter you're going into. Obviously, if you're going from high school to college, like that's an exciting change. You get to be on your own for the first time, meet new people. So take advantage of that. But also realizing that like once you finish college, it's not just like, ah, like I feel like there's such like this bad mindset of once you graduate college, like on to the rest of your life, you know, the next 50 years or whatever, you're just gonna be working and that's it. It's like, well, 50 years is the majority of your life from here on out. So you better make the most of it. Yeah. That's kind of it. <laughs> I think that covers it. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, whether or not you graduated this year. And we hopefully provided some good tips. I think we have some good tips in there. Um, otherwise, you guys should definitely rate the podcast, subscribe to it if you haven't. Um, anything else to add? Follow us on Instagram at according to. Follow our personals linked in the bio of the according to Instagram. I think that's it. We have merch also. Yeah. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.